kick it off. Damn, Dewey Dudes, episode 55. We are finally back after a little、um, R&R. And we're here to hit you with some goddamn skincare <laughs> updates and updates on our very eventful lives.、Yeah. Busy being、uh, digital nomads. <laughs> Digital nomads. I, Is that what I, no, I like Googled.、Um, I have the Reddit app. So whenever I Google one thing, then I start getting fed all these like subreddits. I need to turn the notifications off because、um, I Googled like visa applications once and now I'm getting all these notifications from this subreddit called like r forward slash digital nomad. And it's all these expats just talking about how to, how to freelance, live the millennial. Nomad life, freelance and, and live abroad, but、um, I'm sick of it. So, anyway, yeah,、uh, where were we at? We're just kicking, kicking off the off, pod.、Right. Wait, so where, where are you trying to apply a visa? It was just like, in what country? It was very like loose. You know, you're traveling, it's, it's, it's amazing. You're like, this is, you're eating, you're drinking, everyone seems happy.、Um, Spain,、right. though, but it, it was because、um, I have a cousin that lives in. Strasbourg, France. That's like a small、uh, city on the edge of France and Germany. And、yeah. she、uh, works in like politics. So she lived in New York for a bit, lived in Lisbon, lived in Paris, and somewhere else, which is moving because of jobs.、Uh, lived in Spain for a bit too, and her husband's from Spain.、Uh, so they were just telling me about these like artist visa options you can get in Spain. Maybe they were just making this all up, but that's why I was kind of like Googling it anyway. But yeah, so we've both, we've both, been,、uh, both been traveling a bit. Yeah, traveling. I, I, was, I traveled last week for work to、um, you know, the, the beautiful, scenic、uh, suburbs of Detroit.、Oh, the suburbs. I thought you were in, the, in,、yeah. in Detroit. What suburb? No, I wasn't, I wasn't in the heart of it.、Um, I don't know. Wherever. The, wherever the GM campus is. So, if anyone is, lives in Detroit and is familiar with. I thought you were about to say wherever. It, General Motors. Wherever the,、uh, What's up? I thought you were about to say、um, uh, wherever the Jews are. Oh, that, yeah, exactly. Wherever big, they are. A big, big,、uh, big community in, in Michigan, I think. <laughs>、uh, anyway. Yeah,、uh, GM. Oh, I didn't know they were in the suburbs. I, know, I don't know if I should be talking about this even. If anybody, all right, so I guess、um, I'll start off by saying, well, no, we'll get into it, what we've been up to. Because I'm, I'm more curious about what you've been doing because I've literally just been、uh, killing myself. Oh, man. All right.、Um, that's, that's, I, I, get, I get back to New York and that's the, that's the vibe immediately that I feel everyone is on, kind of, you know? But also, that was like the first true vacation, I guess. I've, oh, Mexico, I mean, it was like pretty short. And I feel like a lot of it, I was sort of seeing my family and not truly like,、uh, like disconnected. So, obviously, with the time difference and everything, and I like wasn't really on social media and stuff, I truly felt like I was taking a vacation. And、um, I, I don't I, I got to get out of New York. That's, that's where I'm at right now. But、right. that's post, post vacation high. It's not that easy to just get up and move to Europe.、Uh, but yeah, I think,、um, I think my priorities are shifting. Skincare、oh, yeah. is still、um, number one. No, skincare is always number one.、Um, but、uh, no, I just,、uh, you know, trying to get out of New York more often. I think it's good for, good for the health, physical, and mental. 
But um, good for morale, good for, for sure. Morale, yeah. Uh, Wait, so tell the listeners where were you? I went to flew to Madrid, which was kind of a waste of time. I only ended up flying there because our flight to Paris was canceled, and I was like, I'm not fucking with this random uh caribbean airline (laughs) because there's no customer service you call and it's like an automated phone that basically says like we don't have customer service so i just bought a united flight to madrid was there for two days flew to marseille and then took a train was there for four days took a train to paris and then was in paris for like five or ended up being seven days because i missed two flights in a row one being because it was with that Caribbean company that makes you check in an hour and a half before the flight, which I know a lot of international flights, you have to check in an hour before, but I'm never able to check in because my, something's wrong with my passport or like some of my, some of my uh, credit cards, I think that I, that I book flights with have like Quesada Ibanez and then my passport's just Quesada. So they're always like, come see the front desk. So we were stuck in traffic, wasn't able to get there. Still got there like an hour and 40 minutes before the flight. But by the time we went to go check in, they're like, yeah, check-in's closed. So we had to um, rebook that. And they're like, the next flight out on French B is Saturday. And it was a Monday. And they, on top of that, they're like, you'll have to pay about 400 euros. So I was like, all right, that's, I'm not, I'm not doing that. So I ended up getting a United flight out. It was at like 9.30 a.m. So it was a little ambitious, I guess, like two days later. Uh, so we missed that because our COVID we had to get COVID exams every 72 hours because you have to get this like sanit- French like health pass, but it takes like okay. a month to process. So it didn't process in time while we were there. So every 72 hours, we were having to get that thing stuck all the way up your nose. Yeah. You know, and at one time we were like, oh, in the US, they don't, they're not doing that anymore. And the guy was like, yeah, it's because they don't care there. So anyway, <laughs> anyway like I got that thing stuck into my brain like four times, but our, so the last one we got, it had expired like a couple hours before our flight. So we had to go get another exam in the, in the airport and wow. typical Paris lot, like just no urgency to anything. Yeah. We ended up waiting in line, multiple lines for this COVID test for like two hours. So we had to catch a flight to Washington, DC, beautiful DC. And then <laughs> from there fly to New York. So it was like a, it was a really long day, but that's where I've been. I brought some A313 back. Oh, shout out to the listener, not the listener, the follower that DM saying it's just your average retinol. Yeah. Are they right? Are they wrong? Probably right. I'm just buying it for the culture and I haven't, I've only used it twice so far. Um, I've been kind of lazy about my nighttime routine since I've been back. So I will try to try to get on it this week. I'll try to get that. I'll get to that and I'll get to the Caroline Calloway snake oil that has arrived months after, maybe not months, but quite a while after my purchase. I'll, 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 I'll put the blame on the U.S., on the hardworking U.S. Postal Service, <laughs> uh, on the underfunded U.S. Postal Service. There you go, yeah. And for the lack of security in my building, I'm sure the first package was actually stolen. Thank you, Caroline, uh, for sending that. But yeah, that's... Uh, I'm going to stop there or else I'm going to go off on a tangent about New York. Cause I mean, I, you, oh, you we have can go some, on the tangent. We can, you got, yeah, we can start Dewey root off with that. You got some, I mean, yeah, I get back. I got back. And the first thing I do is pay rent. 
And oh yeah, obviously naturally while I'm there, I'm like looking at rent prices in the cities we're in, and even there, it's it's nowhere near as expensive as New York. And I have I have cheap air quotes cheap rent compared to oh yeah compared to like what what the free market's dictating nowadays. But you exactly yeah, you've got a pretty fucked up story. I mean, it's a fucked up story, but it's a story that. Um, too many people right now know as lease renewals are coming around because last year, if anyone lives in New York and they're familiar with what was going on, there were a lot of COVID deals, a lot of vacant apartments, um, and just a lot of people hanging out and thinking, wow, maybe I should move, take advantage of this. I don't know how long we're going to be bunkering down and maybe it can stay at this price. Um, so I guess we'll open up the episode with a little Dewey Rude just because my mind is still kind of like always reeling about this new stress point in my life. So about like a few weeks ago, like I knew my lease renewal was coming up. And uh, long story short, uh, they sent me a lease renewal agreement, which was just a little bit higher than last year. And I was like, okay, this isn't bad, but maybe I can still like try to get some concessions. I'm, I don't give a shit. I'll talk to anybody and try to negotiate anything. Um, and so I send back an email and then for two days I get ghosted. And they say, hey, Evan, you need to destroy that lease agreement. <laughs> We've got a new one for you. And I go, <laughs> like, like, destroy? That's, you have to destroy it, yeah. yeah. Um, and I was like, what the fuck is that? And then they attach a new one. They say, please see attached lease renewal agreement kindly. I look at it. And it is like a 60% increase. Like, no, it's a 40% increase. Like, it's a 40% it's a lot, increase yeah. of what I'm paying now. And I start freaking out because like I'm in the middle, like luckily I've been working a lot. Like if anybody knows me at all, I've been like incognito off the grid, probably shouldn't explain the amount of work I've been doing and how I've been working. Cause I don't know uh, if anybody I work with listens, uh, but I've totally like totally neglected like my body, everything for the last yeah, four weeks 15 and hour just days. doing like, tr- right. like literally going to sleep with a laptop on my chest, waking up to the sound of like Slack and Teams notifications because uh, New York's expensive and, you know, you got to hustle to to afford it. But I don't even know if it's worth it anymore. Anyway, point is, I get the lease renewal agreement and I say, what the fuck? This is 40% more than what I've been been paying for the last year. Uh, um, Can we work on this? And they said, Evan, the owner has indicated that the rent has to return to the... It's Wait, what did they say? Sorry, I fucked this up. He said, Evan, the market has returned to pre-pandemic uh, prices or whatever. Like the free market is back. <laughs> yeah, well, they said, yeah, the, the, the rent has to return to the free market value. <laughs> and that's when I just lost my shit. I was like, no, it doesn't. It really doesn't have to return there. Yeah. Like, um, But obviously, like everyone knows, it doesn't have to return there. Mm-hmm. It's like... They were perfectly fine. They're just trying to make up for like what they lost last year. But also I think there's a like a lot of I think there's something fake going on with the rental market right now. I think there it's like a it's a kind of a manufactured price hike. Like obviously people are moving back to the city. Yes, I've seen the lines outside of apartments. Yeah. Um for people looking for new places. But I think it's like a very manufactured like price hike to push people out. Mm. And so then it creates more demand because people are trying to look for other apartments. Yeah. And so then it just kind of like inflates 
what's going on. But uh, yeah, so like I'm currently looking for a place. If anybody knows of just anything again, like New York is, is as fun or as cheap or as expensive as you want to make it. Mm-hmm. There's some sacrifices that come with that. If you want a roommate, a couple roommates, you can live pretty cheaply. But um, as a burgeoning podcaster, my space is very important to me <laughs> and I need it all to myself. So if you guys know of any one bedrooms um, that are in your mind, a deal mm-hmm. slide into my DMS. So that, so that's my doobie rude. Yeah. 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 That's, I mean, I'm on that. Well, I'm on that beat too. Cause it's just like insane how hard you have to work um, to maintain like, a uh, standard of living that is still like far lower than a bunch of other places or like, yeah, I get back to, it and I'm like instantly kind of unmotivated. Like while I was gone, I was like, Oh, or I guess just like while I was there, I was like, Oh, I could live somewhere kind of shitty apartment wise. I mean, still alone, but like, I don't know. I, I, yeah, different priorities when I'm away, but when you're in New York kind of like, and granted we've, uh, kind of like it's like I can't go back to having a bunch of roommates that would be like the smart decision like break my lease and like room with a bunch of people in Bushwick but um uh fuck where was I going with this yeah you get it's like you can't really think about anything else because you're just like having to think about how to survive financially so it's like it gets to a point where it's a little hard to calmly think about your interests and anything else that doesn't have to do with making money. Yeah. So I'm especially if you're not like, go ahead. Sorry. No, you're at the point at what I'm like, Oh, is it, is, is it worth it? And then I get off the flight at LaGuardia or Newark, get over to Brooklyn, hop off the train. First thing I almost do is step on a giant rat. Yeah. And I'm like, (laughs) meanwhile, there's already, I'm like, I guess I'll take a photo of this. There's already four other fuckers taking a photo of this dead rat in the street. Jesus. And everyone's like, New York, you love it. But uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. How, how are you feeling? Well, that, that reminds me of the, uh, your, your feeling of getting off the flight. Um, I don't know the exact headline to this uh, piece that came out of the, the failing New York Times, but the writer's great. Um, the writer is, what's his name? Anyway, it's, it was about... Um, like why all these millennials are watching The Sopranos again mm. in in the lead up to uh, the many states of Newark. Yeah. Uh, and it's not it's not really about like, oh, millennials are watching Sopranos again. It's about like the decline of America. Yeah. And that's why it resonates so much. But um, he illustrates one of the most memorable scenes in The Sopranos is and I think it's in season two when Tony and the crew go to the old country to kind of do some just like housekeeping business and I don't know what city they're in, but it's just like beautiful. Like life is life is like idyllic, mm-hmm. right? And that the whole episode takes place there. And then the end of the episode is them returning and they're like in a cab or in their car, like driving back to the city, just looking out at like the highway and the streets and the factories and just like they're in complete silence because they're like, What the fuck <laughs> is this is is America worth it? Like, what the fuck are we living in? Like yeah. why why don't why am I not living, yeah. you know, in the old country, right? Yeah. So, damn, that's uh, spot on. I know I like, I look around and I'm like, 
and maybe it'll fade, maybe it'll fade, you know, in a week or whatever. I'm like fresh off this, this long trip. And it was also like seeing, visiting, I ended up seeing like a cousin who had a cousin that was married, had a kid and then another cousin that had three kids and their dad. So it was like a, a kind of a big part of like my family and you see them like enjoying their life so much. And I get back and I'm on the train and I'm looking around and I'm like, what am I doing? But yeah, that's the, that's the sentiment. But, oh, should we get into skincare? <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, we can get into your skincare. Uh, I think I kind of teased at the fact that I literally have been abusing my body yeah. and that it has been like, honestly, I think probably for the last week, I, I, I haven't even like done a morning or night routine. Like, damn, just, just in, you know, I know the listeners don't want to hear that, but, uh, yeah, I've just entirely neglected my body. And uh, hopefully with this trip that I'm on for the next week with no one to answer to, I can kind of reset a little bit mm-hmm. and welcome, welcome back some uh, healthier habits. You know, just in an hour, I'm going to go uh, hit the trails and tell you ride. Nice. You know, have some of the tech, the tech bros at Strava, <laughs> you know, track all my data. Oh, God. Um, so we'll see. What about you? All right. So what's up with you, skincare? Uh, Let's hear I it. feel like the only thing that's keeping my skin together right now all the dehydration and traveling is I, I before I left I bought this new biologique research product I mainly only went to go get it so I could get a bunch of samples like travel size samples to take with me but this thing somebody told me it was good for brightening and specifically it's a serum but a lot of people use it under their eye bags so if you have dark circles it's good for that but it's called the oligoproteins marine serum and it comes in this like small ass little French looking bottle. And I've been mixing a little bit of that with my moisturizer and it really is the best like brightening serum I've ever used. I am now Biologique Research Pilled. And if I had the money, I would buy all their products. But I've been using that a lot, a lot along with the re-upped on the P50 1950, 1950 or 1970, 1950, 1970, 1970, whatever, like the, the, the original is when I asked for it, they were like, you want the original? I was like, yeah, they were like the, the, so the strongest one. And I was like, that's what I want. Wait, were you in Paris when you got this? Or no, this was like, like I went to rescue spa right before. Okay. Um, no, in Paris, I only bought the A313 and have you been into a pharmacy in, in Paris? Uh, like a few, like years ago, because I was having terrible allergies. I had to go in there and I was at, ask for an antihistamine. I was like, you know, I had to look up the word for antihistamine. <laughs> oh, I know. Right. I, I was so many times where I was like Google translating one word. Cause I just couldn't remember. Yeah. There's like one word in the sentence that's missing. I'm not sure if it's like this at every pharmacy, but at this one called city pharma, you walk in and it's like a, it's packed. There's a bunch of uh, I don't know if they're a dermatologist or something, but a bunch of people kind of like you walk up to them and you're like, I have this issue with my skin. And then they walk you around the whole place and show you all the products that you can get and explain to you what they do for you. So it's a very like personalized experience. It's not just like walking into a CVS or something and to pick up a little La Roche yeah. Posay. But uh, so I was kind of lost in there for hours, ended up finally, because I was doing this thing where I would, I, don't care if I didn't understand what they were saying. I'm going to try. I'm not going to speak English. So for a while, they kept telling me, yo, you go up to this floor and get it. 
you got to ask for it here. And I was like catching like bits and pieces. So at one point after asking like a second person, I was like, okay, second floor, got it. Then I get up there, it's packed again, a lot of like youthful looking little French old ladies lining the corridor, corridors lining the aisles. Um, But finally figured it out that you just go to the fucking counter for like right. OTC products and, and ask for it there. So I got five bottles that only costed 20 euros. So probably like 25 bucks. I was kind of shocked, but I guess it's retinol. It's not like the Tret in Mexico that was a little bit more expensive. Yeah. But that's my, that's my shout out quick to uh Vintner's daughter that finally coming through and sending us uh, two bottles of the active botanical serum. So when you get back, you'll have to give that a try. I'm excited to get that and test it out. That's all. That's all the skincare news Damn. for me lately. Missed the facial. Serum. You missed the facial on Wednesday because I missed my flight and I got charged the the fee. But oh, I was like yeah. flying when I realized I was gonna miss it. So I was like, I nothing I can do at this point. But mm. yeah, whatever. I got the membership. I'm gonna have to get one next month. Excited for that Vintner's daughter, dude. That I guess serum simping works if you, you listen, listen to that yeah, my, you know listen to that everybody simping works my dms were so corny i was like oh my god thank you so much like emoji 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 um heart, 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 yeah. heart. but lmao <laughs> yeah <laughs> anyway so that's that that's what i got new in my routine right now uh have you been um pondering uh when your first um venture into uh, any cosmetic procedures is going to happen. Um, it's it's becoming normal, King. Dude, they are. I was perusing business of fashion, mm-hmm. and because I am not anti TikTok, <laughs> I have a membership. Okay. I got to you know as a as a budding entrepreneur oh, in yeah. the beauty space, um, got to stay up to date on those those articles. But uh, yeah, I don't I don't really watch TikTok, so I don't know what's going on with um, people just really wanting to. Uh, Erase fine lines. Yeah, well, I mean, just like, just I guess a lot of like younger twenty twenty five year old people are really getting into like preventative Botox mm. and then just other enhancements. And I, I kind of knew that was happening. Yeah. Um, but I guess like it's funny. I wonder at what point. I don't know. I feel, I feel like we should just start making memes. Where it's like, oh, you fucking use skincare. Oh yeah. You fucking use skincare. Yeah. You, you just fucking. Just, just go and fucking fill your face for a second. You know, like, I don't <laughs> Talk know. Talk to me when you hit the lab, you know? Exactly. Uh, it's like, that's some, that's child's play. Yeah. Right. Oh, wow. That's insane, though. I, f- I mean, I feel like TikTok is part of the problem. I've been thinking about this a lot because people, like, you're just always looking at yourself in that front-facing camera. So you're, you're constantly, like, examin- examining, like, analyzing your face, noticing, like, these, like, very thin lines that you normally wouldn't even notice. Like, one of those... Like that skincare addiction Reddit page you sent me where I think a bunch of people were talking shit on somebody, some young, like 20 year old smile lines. And I look at the yeah. image and I'm like, you can't even, there's nothing there. Invisible. Yeah. There's nothing. And she's like 20. Right. I think there's also a part of that. Like, I feel like there are those TikToks where it's like, they're they're not confessional, but the people will ask to, to be like analyzed mm, physically. Yeah. They'll be like, yo, can you see the crow's feet emerging from my eyes? And there are people in the comments that are like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Like, it's just kind of a moment for people to kind of uh, look out and kind of express 
their insecurities but want to hear like the opposite validation because right. secretly down like deep down they know like nothing's really there's there aren't really any, any issues happening yeah. but um yeah it's wild i don't know i feel like maybe it's because um my birthday's coming up and actually i don't know if that really factors into anything but i wonder i i'm noticing a lot of people are really really um trying to cope with the idea of aging, which I guess is kind of silly because we've been running a skincare <laughs> uh, operation for like a couple of years. And like, that's kind of, you know, elephant in the room, um, kind of at the heart of it. But I think everyone's going to have like a, like a psychotic break once they kind of really understand or see, or they can't afford to like preventatively keep themselves looking like a certain year. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I wonder if it's always been that way or if it's just exacerbated now because of how online we are. And also I think a lot, Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of people are thinking about aging. Aging's on in the back of their minds more often, probably because of like the pandemic also. And I don't know, just this, these thoughts surrounding our own mortality um, yeah, it's definitely death. Yeah, I just also watched like two movies that were like kind of like about like death and aging. So I'm definitely thinking Which ones? about uh, they're part of the New York Film Festival. One was uh, Gaspar Noe's new film Vortex that premiered oh, cool. at that, and it's about like this couple, this aging couple. I mean, they they die of dementia, but spoiler alert, spoiler, alert. yeah, really fucked up movie, uh, really good though. Yeah. And then another one's uh, Drive My Car that is like a I mean, it also premiered. I saw that one last night and it's a, it's a movie based on a short story by Murakami, which I'm not like a big Murakami fan, but it was a, it was a really good movie. But, um, yeah, I don't know. A lot of, a lot of, was the, like, was aging like a huge theme of it? Should we like create an episode around it? Cause I was always wondering if we should do one around the movie old, old or oh, like yeah. Yeah, bring could... on some movie critics and like do a whole entire like movie mindset. Shout out Will Menneker series on like, themes of aging and um dying and uh like you know benjamin button button kind of yeah shit. we could do that i i would do some have, uh, multiple panic attacks but we could we could do it <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah Damn. so yeah aging um what else what else do we got to talk about should we talk about this this um, uh limb lengthening oh yes some body body moddy um <laughs> Some body modification where, you know, here at Dewey Dudes, we are always interested in what is the uh, latest and greatest um, cosmetic procedure that men are willing to undergo to. Um, uh, to maximize to, their And then, you know, and, and feel secure in their, in their bodies. Um, and we, we stumbled across um, this. There's always a, a TikTok surgeon, right? Mm-hmm. This guy, his name is so. This is dudes of the week, everybody. Moving on, uh, Doctor Shahab uh, Mubian, who is a doctor who claims he can stretch patients' limbs up to five point six inches <laughs> using magnetic nails to perform height lengthening surgery. Uh, his practice is out of Burbank, California, and he charges patients seventy five thousand dollars for lengthening uh, of the tibias and one hundred and fifty five thousand dollars to cut through bones to insert these nails, I guess is what I'm like understanding all of which. And I guess he's like an orthopedic surgeon, but doesn't sound right. It doesn't sound, 
sounds like you're going to have some issues yeah, like later in life. It, I mean, it's banned. It's banned in China. It's banned in a couple other countries. And I, okay, when you sent me this link, I thought I was going to go to the Instagram page and it was going to be a classic, you know, like high follower count, low engagement. So you're like, okay, this guy's paying for, for likes and whatnot. No, the engagement is high. And then, yeah, like you said, I scroll down and I'm like, okay, this guy's on TikTok and right. he's making memes. He knows exactly what he's doing. And a lot of, a lot of young fellows in the comments too. And let me find this, um, their mellow magazine actually did an article on, on a uh, limb lengthening a couple years back. And there's this really good quote in it that kind of dis- describes the procedure in, in a few sentences. Let me find it. Cause it, you just read this and you're like, like you said, that, that can't be, that can't be good. Um, okay, here you go. Yeah. Yeah. It's, well, as you're finding it, I was like looking up like what this guy does and start, yeah, he starts with your tibias and then he moves on to your femurs. Yeah, it's, um, broken into two and then i didn't see anything we it's what I, I i didn't see anything about arms i just under, i don't understand like i'm big about proportionality oh, if it would it's like i don't know do you do anything with your arms your shoulders your torso would it look wild if you're just like three fourths legs because you can literally gain up like to six inches yeah. of height i don't know but um huh, i guess i hadn't really thought about that i mean in most cases though i think they're only gaining like two to three inches but um Per like like bone like two to three oh, in the yeah, tibia yeah. two to three in their femur oh god yeah the femur but it's like stretching over months so it's like every day like uh the the length of your bone yeah increases by like a millimeter right it's like uh yeah there's this quote here that's um the femur's broken in two and slowly stretched apart four times a day the external fixator a scaffold on the outside of the leg holding the broken bones in place with pins would be used to slowly pull the bone segments apart, allowing new bone tissue to regrow within the gap and lengthening the leg by one millimeter per day. There's like a Reddit page too where like somebody's like, oh, are there any, or somebody was like, oh, I don't think there's any complications and there's only been success stories. And somebody was like, dude, it's bone surgery. Like it's not like, you know, it's the same as like, it's as intense as like heart and brain surgery. You're literally like breaking your bones. Um, but yeah, some guys, there's another doctor that's doing it in Florida for $300,000, which I guess, I, I don't know what like typical cosmetic surgeries go for, but can't they be like millions of dollars? Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I, that sounds about right. Yeah. I think because I, I know so much about that market. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No. Um, but uh, what I thought was like fascinating was looking at all of his patients mm-hmm. First of all, he like blurs out their face. Like he like it's it, obvious that these like it looks like a lot of young men yeah. who are kind of insecure about going in and getting this procedure um, and having to meet uh, like a TikTok surgeon who like wants the clout. You know what I mean? He's like, "Yo, we're gonna, gonna have to take this picture. This, yeah. I need to show. I need to showcase the amount of inches that you just got." Mm-hmm. But it's a lot of young guys in the comments too, being like, "Yo, I need this." Yeah. Like, like I was surprised that the amount of people who were I guess kind of vocally wanting this surgery, yeah. you know, cause I feel like it's something that if you did, you would keep it on the DL. Like, but I don't know how you can keep it on the DL if like you're kind of not bedridden for like months, but it, it is a long process. Um, yeah, no, I was reading on this Reddit page that there's a couple guys that got the surgery and they were like, I, I just told work I had knee surgery and had to be like in bed. Yeah. For three to four months. So, <laughs> I mean, I guess it's easy to be like, yeah, I, 
I had knee surgery. You don't necessarily have to say I got, but then they come back and they're fucking, they're fucking taller, but maybe people, maybe people don't even notice. They just get hit with that, with that subconscious effect where now they respect this man more. (laughs) <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Well, it's funny because I feel like you would notice that if you didn't see yeah. someone for a few months. Because I told you about the Paula effect. Oh yeah, it's yeah, my yeah. own little th- yeah with my uh, that person I used to work f- with who like lost like a hundred pounds who I sat, like, mm-hmm. sat next to yeah. every day and I didn't even notice <laughs> until she was like, yeah, like I lost like a hundred pounds. I go, holy shit. Yeah. What are your thoughts on it? What like would uh, is this something you um, personally? I probably I wouldn't undergo it. It's a lot of time off. Sure, it'd be nice to have a two or three more inches. Who who wouldn't want two or three more inches uh, on a in any place in their body, you know? <laughs> um, so, but I, I I don't know if I could stomach the amount of resting, and I don't know if the payoff for for me would really the pain. Um, yeah. Well, that's another thing I read too that guys that were like four eleven were thinking about getting the surgery, and there are other fellows in the chat saying like, hey. I don't know if being 5'2 or 5'3 is really going to make that much of a difference as compared to being 4'11, you know? Maybe like, maybe if you're in like the 5'5, five, 5'6 five, five, range and all of a sudden you're 5'8, five, 5'9, five, maybe life might hit a little different at that age or at that height. But uh, this is something, you know, all this research uh, made me want to stop complaining about, not that I, I actually haven't complained about my height in a while and it's more so complaining about the short king slander. I'm definitely not in the camp of men that that are like, if I was a few inches taller, I would be making $25,000 more a year. I'd be, you know, that kind of like, I'd be, I don't know, more successful. But uh, yeah, no, all this, I would never do that. Would never fork up the cash. Would never want to undergo that pain. Also, there has to be complications of this that arise later on in life. So there's, no, I'm not... I'm not that intense about it. I think right. I think this should be banned. We should banned. end yeah, ban it. Doctor what is it? Doctor Doctor Shahab's career. Have him on the pod and then end his career. <laughs> and then just like confront him over it. Be like, do you know what you're doing? Yeah. Do you know what you're doing to these poor men and just taking their cash? Yeah, I'm sure like he doesn't care though. Yeah, I'm sure an illegal market would rise. But yeah, it's banned in like a, a lot of countries. But I guess according to Dr. Shahab, that's because they're not doing it right there. They're using cheaper materials that that lead to infections. And oh, because we get the best materials yeah, here in the US, right? The, that's yeah, the US is top dollar. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the U. I, I won't go as far as friend of the pod Antonio by saying that the US is a third world country, but. But um, yeah, it feels like it's. I mean, that's. I mean, that. that I mean, it's sounds not, like it's, a, it's not like a. It's not a third world country. That's like a coded word. I like. I won't use yeah, like yeah. that phrase. But like, I mean, like a lot of people talk about this. It's like, dude, you like your freedoms aren't any like. No, it's yeah. You don't have freedoms here. Like, what do you think a credit score is? Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. No, it's yeah. Even even like, I mean, even while I was in Paris and stuff, I was like, Mexico City still like is a great city compared to a lot of these like European cities and, and um, their infrastructure is better there. A lot of things better than the U S but uh, fuck, I lost my train of thought. 
Well, speaking of um, the short king slander, it's unfortunate that I had to find out about this guy because someone was trying to make a goddamn Twitter joke about it because uh, they, they they found a screen uh, grab of it mm-hmm. and uh, the tweet was something along the lines of, "Wow, imagining getting height lengthening surgery just to be five nine. God, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. classic. Can't you can't catch a break? But there are, is there. Hey, look, um, there is a ceiling to height, though. You know, um, I. Because we talk about height on this episode, on this yeah. podcast a lot, you know, but, uh, because it's it's fascinating to us the politics of height. Um, but uh, something on Gawker, this guy named Nicholas Russell uh, wrote something for Gawker. The guy's six seven, so he's like them jeans, Jason Stewart height. Yeah. Um, and he was like, "Being tall sucks." <laughs> uh, you know, he said there's a ceiling where height goes from being noticeable to being distracting. Yeah, both for yourself and for everyone around you, and then you just kind of get you kind of get used for it too, you know. Yeah, I mean, there's, yeah, there's like a small, but with anything, like, it's either too much or it's too little, very small area where it's the perfect height, the perfect uh, shaft length, the perfect. (laughs) The perfect, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think maybe there might be a return to extremes, though, or like um, like a fetish, uh, not that fetishizing is good, but, you know, like, ooh, man, I, I love I love our gentle giants. I love our short kings, you know? <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. And hopefully everybody... Yeah, you're kind of boring if you're in the middle, mm. honestly. Um, I mean, take it take it from me. Uh, Are you in the middle? Yeah, you're in the middle. You're in the middle. I'm in the middle. Right. I mean, I guess like I'm taller for, for the East Coast, but I'm, just, I'm six foot. Yeah. No, if any if any if anyone's listening, I'm six foot. That's the middle. What do you think the I'm upper the, <laughs> What do you think the upper range is? Like uh I think after six six five. Okay. Um and you're not a basketball player, it's it's weird. Okay, yeah. I don't personally find it weird, but I think that's what like society deems as like, oh wow, that's that's really noticeable. How tall is a C4? Like, really noticeable. C4 is six three. Okay. Six two, six three. Um so you think six four is still a reasonable height. I don't know if it's. I mean, what's reasonable? <laughs> um, I don't know if that's the word. I think six four is definitely being like, "Wow, you're fucking tall." Yeah. But um, I think second glance, like double takes, happen at like six five, six yeah, six. Yeah, that makes sense. And if you're like seven foot, which how tall was uh, Jason Stewart? Yeah, I think he was six seven. I mean, well, I watched him. Du- I mean, like that can't be a good life to live. <laughs> like just ducking into into every place yeah. you go. And then having to like, especially too, I thought about this too, because he went to Mexico right after. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, that, like, <laughs> I don't know. Just imagine just walking on the street and just like, <laughs> yeah, not that I can assume people are like just looking, but I would be, I would I be mean, looking. he probably turned like, some heads. Yeah. Yeah. As a, Damn. So that's a uh, height discourse, you know, so not really any updates other than you can get your shit lengthened. Yeah. I'm trying to think if I would get anything lengthened. I mean, I know what I'd get lengthened, but what those, that's because I'm Irish. I'm kidding, I'm joking. <laughs> okay. I'm making, I'm making. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, um, moving on. Damn. Do we have any do we do's and don'ts? Uh, let me look at my notes. Do we do? Do we do try? If you're in New York, last week of New York Film Festival, a lot of good, a lot of good things showing at the Lincoln Center. Go try to catch a flick. I know. I feel. I feel like I'm missing out on some cool stuff right now, but. You know, I'm I'm off the grid. I'm off the grid, 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 logging off. Um, do we do uh if you have the time and are ready to have an honest conversation with yourself, assess what it is 
that you need out of your life. And if you're willing to make some sacrifices in order for you to achieve those things, and I don't mean just like career success or, um, or even just like, or financial success, whatever. What do you need? What are you missing? What is the, the, the gaping hole in your soul asking for um that's a big it's a big question it's it's that's what i'm doing out here in telluride <laughs> baby then i'm gonna go uh we're going down to taos mexico uh, new mexico nice uh just to chill in the desert so hopefully um uh, i might see god and uh take some ayahuasca <laughs> <laughs> yeah. dude oh my god i got so anxious last night i like uh went to a dispensary because those don't exist in new york mm-hmm. and um bought something yeah easily reminded that you know um I cannot be smoking that kill shit. Like I am too anxious for it. Like I need, and I, I asked for indica too. Yeah. I was like, do you give me indica? And literally the same thing happened. So, but I think a lot of it comes down to, I've been just really, really stressed lately yeah. between like doing the balancing act of like living in New York along with like hustling and like freelancing and then Dewey dudes. Yeah. And I think what's funny, I didn't mention in the kind of skincare update. Um, I think a lot of that like stress and anxiety has been manifesting in like hypochondria when it comes to skin cancer because mm. everything I see popping up on my forehead now, yeah. I'm like, that's a basal cell, right. you know? And so I think I might put my mind at ease next month by going and taking, another going rate. to see a dermatologist. But, um, yeah. but you know, another uh, 200 $400 expense doing that. So, uh, ah. you know, we love it. Healthcare. But yeah. um, so do we do, uh, you know, uh, take some time for yourself uh do we do we don't um uh you know uh all our artisanal landlords out there all the the small mom and pop landlords um who are listening you know maybe maybe take it easy on your uh your tenants mm-hmm. and uh don't raise your shit 40 percent uh so don't do we don't do that um what else amelia what else we got uh do you know COVID tests cost money again? <laughs> I think they probably do. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, everything, not, everything costs it's money. It's not here. deemed like essential anymore, so it's like 140 bucks. Um, meanwhile, I was paying 30 bucks for my COVID test in France, and that's only because I did, did, didn't have like a French phone number. But um, anyway, that's besides the point. Do we? Do we? Do we? Don't mindlessly get caught up in grind culture because is yeah, that what you uh, really want it's called uh what are, what are people referring it to now grind set grind set yep grind set um, no dude uh get into movies you know shout out again to will meneker for coining uh movie mindset i think everybody should be watching yeah. movies um heard, or reading a book yeah no i'm i'm on my like um that uh family I, my cousins i visited too like none of them on are on social media and all they fucking do is like spend time with their friends and family and read movies and books and very like not work. They work, but it's never like, I mean, they were saying like, Oh yeah. And we, we didn't like living in New York cause you could be in the office till 2 AM like every day. And they're like here, you know, people respect your time with like outside of work or whatever. Um, so they're like, we just have time to just hang out and read and watch movies. So I'm on that, I'm on that mindset. Um, Another thing people should ask themselves, 
this is now like a, a psychology know, podcast. We're, we're phony, Tony Robbins and <laughs> people into, uh, uh, you know, yeah, Arnie's every, dead baby. <laughs> yeah, every, every, everyone's talking about how unfulfilled they feel with their work. Maybe you ever think about maybe you feel unfulfilled in your life because you're looking for fulfillment in your work. In your in yeah, your job, think, maybe that's maybe that's the issue. Maybe fulfillment doesn't come from that because you're always going to be wanting more out of work or wanting. It's, it's true. I think, yeah, I, I like I've been having these conversations with a lot of people too lately. So it sounds like there's a there's a there's something going on in the air. There's something like psychically going on with everybody. But uh, yeah, I mean it's it's hard to kind of like square that circle of like especially when you live in new york unless you've really kind of bought into um to what you do you actually like it maybe you like the gamification of uh going up the career ladder the bureaucracy you like game game of thrones zing your fucking life in that way (laughs) yeah um uh or but or if you're in a creative field you know i feel like a lot of people in creative fields who work kind of in a creative way, maybe in a corporate creative way, mm-hmm. which I don't know. Um, I feel maybe less fulfilled and they're kind of asking themselves, why am I doing this? I'd rather just be an artist. Yeah. Um, and then I have to always remind myself artists are rich. <laughs> like in New York, they're the only rich. Way, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. The only way to really kind of um, at least engage with an art practice without making huge sacrifices in like your, your material life um, is to know that like there, you don't have to hustle for money yeah, yeah. In, in the end. Mm-hmm. And so I'm having to like deal with that. But also I, I think it, it would pay off for people to kind of understand or at least remind themselves that it's, it's life's very transactional, especially when you're making money, obviously when you're making money and sure there's some things to get out of it. Like, I don't know, I guess for the last like month, that's kind of how I've been treating the amount of the grind that I've been doing. Um, but but then there's things like this that are really fun that are really fulfilling, like talking like about fucking goddamn Talk about skincare. Skincare, yeah. Everybody and lengthening legs. Do we, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do we do keep doing your skincare, y'all? And uh, maybe next episode, look out for a big old review of Caroline Calloway's snake oil, along with snake that review oil. of Vintner's daughter. That's it. So don't log off too much because you'll you'll you you won't hear the updates. You won't hear this. Well, now that I feel like both you and I have a, a little bit. Uh, I don't know what your your your, your schedule is like I've, for the next. Few I months. turned in my EP. Um, oh, sick! Congrats! Yeah, I, I just uh, I'm going to LA on the 26th, 25th or something to shoot a music video for one of the songs, and then then I owe my label like one more song after that. But mm-hmm. until then. Um, all the deadlines I was working under, like that, that's, that's done. Now it's kind of like, wow. so yeah, so I'm, I'm time's freeing up a little bit. Time's, you know, it's, uh, we love it. We love it. We love having time, taking a, some time to, to do some R and R. All right. That's episode 55. Until next time. Subscribe, yeah, review, right. like, like the pod, uh, more guests coming soon. Um, Tell your friends about the pod. Share with a friend, as Caroline Goldfarb said, because uh, that helps other people find us. Till until next time, everybody.